welcome to a new episode of the Ask Last Podcast. This week, I'm going to talk to you about the Masters, which is the greatest and most spectaculist golf tournament on earth. I'm going to talk about uh, the Turkish Grand Prix. I'm going to get in, just delve right into why the fuck you are so ignorant for watching sports like NASCAR, Formula One, and not not stuff like baseball and golf and shit, because it's quote-unquote boring. But yeah, uh, let's get into it. Hello, welcome to my master segment. I'm going to be talking in a golf voice this whole time because that's my little shtick for this episode. Um, the Masters. That's the only time I watch golf the entire year. Um, because I don't know why. I just look at the golf course and it just looks looks nice. All the other golf courses I go to, they look fucking, they look like shit. Like there's like pine straw everywhere. Like there's one of them, like Pebble Beach. I remember I was watching that one time and it just... It just looked like shit. I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. It just looked like shit. Um, but anyway, this is actually the first. Usually, I just watch the Sunday because I would be in school during the first two days while this is going on. And but no, this time I watched it all, the whole time. And uh, I liked it. Oh, I got immersed in the Masters culture. I had my my pimento sandwiches on the ready. I had um my green quarter zip. Because there's no way in hell I'm ever getting a green jacket. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. The first day was delayed because of rain. Um, and so that made the, the greens firm. I don't know what that means. But they said that means you can attack the course. And these guys were attacking it. After the first day, the leaders were 7 under par. That's unbelievable, man. I mean, throughout... Justin Johnson ran was the first two days at least to me he was quiet like I I was like oh yeah he's when he's in the lead but because in the first two days the end of the first two rounds the leader was always tied with other people so I was like oh yeah he's he's there I don't know what's gonna happen he's like the world number one or something so I don't know but after the third after the third round he just set himself apart he just he had a he had a hell of a round. He shot fucking seven under par. That's unbelievable, man. Um, throughout the weekend, um, I have I got new favorites. Got my man Sung J M, Hideki Matsuyama. I don't know why, but me and like Asian athletes, we fuck with each other. Like I always fuck with the the Asian athletes. I don't know why, but like Huyman Sung, goaded soccer player. Sung J M, goaded golf player. G-Man Choi, goaded golf player, or not golf player, baseball player. I mean, we just go together like, I don't know. Roy McIlroy had a great comeback. He shot three over par the first round. Then, in the other rounds, he shot 69, 69. No, I'm looking at the wrong person. He shot 66, 67, and 69. That's impressive. Um, what else? What else? Um... Um, the, the Tiger Woods, going into the out of the first day, he was looking strong. But maybe that's just because he had a attacked golf course. But he was, after that, he just, he had a decent, a decent second round. I think he shot, like, um, 71, I think. I don't know. He was, he was doing decent. He was just a, a little bit, but, geez, that, that 10th, or the, the 12th hole on the final round, man. It was rough. 
was rough. I, I don't know what else to say. It was rough. Um, I don't know how you do that. But he came back after that and ripped off a couple couple good um good holes to get um to get only four over par for the day. Um Tony Finau, he was my my pick last year. He wasn't doing very good. Um fuck Bryson DeChambeau. Dude has the fucking most biggest attitude ever and when he hit it into the 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 rough or the, the second cut as they called over there because they can't say rough for some fucking reason. Oh man, I was so happy. He was just fucking dude. He's 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 like, oh this this course is a, a 67 for me. Dude only shot a 69 for his lowest score of the weekend. Like fuck him. Fuck him, dude. Fuck him. Oh Bernhard fucking longer. My pick. Dude is 60 something years old. And at the end of the first round, this tied for 10th. Made the cut. He was... I tell you, when you gotta attack the golf course, all these old men come out here. They they do... They go to work. Um... What else? What else? What else? Um... Ricky... I think it was Ricky Fowler? He had a, a nice, um... A nice chip in from, like, fucking 40 feet away. That was... He chipped it and went whoop, and it rolled down the green, and went in. And I was like, whew. But let me get back to this final round. It through the first five hole, I fell asleep for the first couple holes, and then the six the six holes where things really turned around, because Dustin Johnson was coming off of two straight birdies, and or bogeys, and uh, so Sung Jae had only cut the lead down to a. To um, to uh, to fuck one stroke, and then Dustin Johnson birdied, and Song Jae bogeyed, and the the tides turned. He after that, Dustin Johnson just they had nothing for him. He was just gone. Um, the closest anyone else got back after that was was Cameron Smith, but he was only two shots back. And, you knew Dustin Johnson was gonna hold on, but fucking twenty under par. That's shit. That's impressive. Like twenty under par. The previous record was eighteen under par. Like, jeez. And like the first. And the thing is, he got most of that in the first. He got almost half of that in the first day. So that's how you know that he was. That. I don't know. I don't know what that tells you, but he was just had it wire to wire. Um. Uh, what else happened? John Roms had a stupid shot. It was funny. He just hit it and it just never got off the ground. It went into the hit the trees. He doubled the triple bogey on twelve. Um, what would have been interesting is that if this if this somehow got past to four, um, this would have not ended on CBS. If this would have ran past four on the final day. It would have gone to ABC, which I think is, which would have been interesting because I don't, this is, this is for, this is, this is a CBS thing. This is not the, you know what I mean? This is not, um, that would have been funny. That would have been interesting. I would have loved to see it, but, you know, then it couldn't, didn't happen. 
Um, what else happened in this event? Oh, to you guys, even though no one probably would get to this point, because you're probably gonna be like, oh, he's talking about fucking golf, what a weirdo, la la la. This podcast is aimed for people who watch cars go in fucking circles, alright? That's just boring as hell when you really get down the brass tacks. So, for you to sit there and, and be like, oh, NASCAR is my favorite sport, and then immediately say sports like golf, sports like, like, um, like baseball, sports like bowling, sports like, I don't know, just those kind of sports that people are like, oh, that's just boring. Like, you watch fucking cars go in circles, your sport is in that, in that too. So I don't get it, you're just being fucking ignorant. You don't give it a chance. You're like, oh, golf is boring, that's for old people, blah, 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 blah. I don't know shit about golf and I had a blast watching this. Like, I don't know, man, these people, sometimes, I don't know. Um, what else? Um, I didn't have notes for this, I'm just talking. Um, I'm happy for my man Sungjm, new favorite golf player. Just follow him on Instagram. Um, what would be what would be iconic is if I got fucking Sung J M on the show with his translator. That would be fucking goaded. Just be like, "Hi, Sung J," and he's like, "Hi," and I'm like, "I don't know shit about golf. Teach me what's a, what's a fade, what's a draw?" Because those are some golf terms I heard a lot. Fade and draw. I'm assuming that's the direction that the the drives or the hits come off the the ball, like how they curve. Um, Sung JM though, this man's drives were a fucking straight. This man was just a straight shooter. Um, yeah, his drives were impressive. Um, Francisco Malinari man didn't even make the cut. Um, <sighs> hmm. I'm trying to think of other things to talk about here. Um, there's only a hundred days until the next Masters tournament, so get ready for that review. Um, yeah, next weekend. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the Masters. You gotta watch it next time it's on. Um, I don't know. I think that's it from Augusta National. I want to go to the Masters at some point. Like, the tickets are so hard to get. You have to like go into a um a uh a, like a, a lottery for them, and then you I don't know if you can actually buy them resell or not. But if you do, like I was looking at them one time, they were like two or three thousand dollars. Now, see, I don't know if that's just because there was one person selling them, or if that's what actually what they go for. But the ones were expensive, and the thing is. They sell, I worked on their website, uh, a patron, like a patron pass or whatever, which gets you to like all the days is like 200 bucks, 300, 400 bucks. Like it's not the fucking $2,000 for the one day that these people were fucking advertising. So yeah, I don't know. Um, next on the docket, um, the course names. The course names are fucking, some of these names are nice. Like you got Magnolia for the Magnolia trees. You got, you got azalea for the azalea trees then you got some like flowering crab apple pink dogwood white dogwood like like what are these names who the fuck came up with these names like like oh 
Oh, it's a tree. I'm looking at this up right now. Oh. It's a kind of... Oh, these are probably all trees on the course. What do you think? Is pink dogwood a tree? No, it's a flower. Oh. See, you guys are learning with me. All these are named after plants. Yeah, we got the... the Tea olive, that's a plant, I'm assuming. A flower. Oh, all of these are flowers and trees. Oh, shit. Are all golf courses like that? I don't know. Wow. Look at that. The Chinese fir. Look at that. They even have imported trees on this. Wow. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what else to to talk about here. I mean, hell of a tournament. Um. I like that they were playing into the sunset. That was nice. Um. Yeah, it's kind of rough just talking about something. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like making notes for this. I mean. Yeah, it was just a good, good, solid four days, man. I mean, I can't wait till we get back to traditional masters because I haven't. The last traditional masters I've seen is, is 18 when Patrick Reed won, and even then I wasn't really paying attention because the masters would always fall when I had some sort of project to do. Like in 2018, I had to do some bullshit where I had to connect the fucking um the um. I remember, I think it was the Rice Riots or something, to the fucking Cuban Missile Crisis. And that entire, and it was due the next day, and the entire, I was remember I was doing it on the floor while I was watching the Masters on the big TV, and it had the Texas race, the 18 Texas race, and it wasn't a very good race, um, on the corner. I think that was the race where Trevor Bain wrecked or something, I don't know. Then that, then next year... It wasn't a traditional one because they had to start the final round early, and they had to do the pair, the groupings, which I kind of like the pairings, spaces it out a bit. Um, and then, yeah, that, and then I had to do a, a document-based question for a push after it, which was kind of good, honestly, that it didn't finish late because I had time to write this document-based question. Um, but yeah, this time, no projects. I mean, I do have one that I'm probably that needs to get done, but whatever, man. I mean, it's, it's good. Um, There's nothing else I can really say about this tournament. Um, Just hype for the next one, man. Now, let's give a call to our presenting sponsor, Jones, Cheap-Ass, Prepaid, Legal, and Daycare Academy. I object. I defer. I find you both guilty of helping people for the ridiculously low price of $99.99. In today's broke-ass society, things are harder, so you need things cheaper. So I came up with Jones, cheap-ass, prepaid legal, and daycare academy. You are not the president. You don't need to make that type of money. You might need my legal services. You're just raising one kid, because I'm going to sue you. At Jones, we don't assess the illegal fees after the case is disposed of. We make it prepaid. Prepaid meaning you need to pay before. Just in case I need to invest the money in something else where you may need my services. And I'm going to spend it wisely fighting for you. And if we can't get you out of child support, 
We'll provide you with our top-notch molester-free daycare services. We let them do whatever they want to do, so that when you get them home, they go straight to bed. Which one of y'all, you little Santa Claus ain't coming to none of y'all? There's some books around here somewhere. Jones do a good-ass job of watching both mine and my grandbabies. Jones got for me auto insurance. Jones got me this big-ass check. Now, friends, you may ask yourself, how could he provide us with such cheap legal services? Well, here's a story about Toby and his baby mama. Hey, Toby, I need my money. I don't have no more money. That's because y'all keep messing up. Y'all keep doing crime. Because I gave it all to you to raise that one little baby you got. And I work from volume. So y'all continue to rob people and take stuff. It ain't your business what I do with the money. So please, come on down to Jones Cheap Ass Prepaid Legal and Daycare Academy. It's a place where you can bring your children and get legal advice. Put your hand against the wall. My legal advice to you is don't have no more children. Go ahead and come to the website or give me a call on a new telephone number at 708-46-CASH-1. I'm on call three hours a day, five hours a week. You looking for who? No, no, Toby Jones don't work here. You got the wrong number. It was a rainy weekend in the land of the turkeys. Turkey, where the track finished repainting itself literally ten fucking days ago. And so the track was slicker than when you're like on your your, your uh your uh what was it was it Tom when you're it's when you're uh, on your socks and you're gliding through the floor right Tom this shit was slick as fuck during the free practice everyone was slipping sliding complaining about the conditions and yeah it was a fucking shit show and the rain made it worse leading to Lance Daddy Boy Stroll and Sergio Perez being P1 and P3 and qualifying and the Mercs were way down the order. Then, the track started off drenched and into the first corner. Bottas spun for the first of six times. He was doing his best uh, Sebastian Vettel impression. Then, the Red Bulls were both on for good finishes until they spun, leading to Darth Vader Hamilton going for seven to snatch P3 and eventually took P2 from Perez. Then, the field was pitting for fresh enters in the mid part of the race, so to feed him off, Lance Stroll was was told to box, even though he didn't want to. Then when he got back on the track, his car was fucking ass because I don't know why I'm not a fucking mechanic. Then, in the closing stages of the race, with their cars dirty as hell, Perez was being caught by the two Ferraris, and on the final lap, Charles Leclerc passed Perez for P2, but going into the final chickadee, he locked up, giving Seb Bastian Vettel a final podium for the Ferraris, and the one race for Mattia Benotto failed to show up for the race. Wow, who would have fucking thought his team not sabotaging him for one race, and he gets a podium. Alright, so Formula Un. Fucking brilliant race. At least five, that 5 o'clock start was so rough, dude. Like, I, I had to prepare this... For this, like, on, on um, on Friday night, I got to sleep early, so that on Sunday, on Saturday night, I could have, I could sleep not that much, and still be awake for this. Like I had to essentially kill my Friday and Saturday nights. Which I probably wouldn't have done anything anyway, but to watch this race. So that's just the fucking commitment I do for you guys. Like, I mean, man, uh, if it wasn't for all these big bucks I'm bringing in, I don't know what else I would do. I would have, wouldn't have watched it. I mean, yeah, but anyway, all jokes aside, um, f this race was a good one. It was the rain, 
That's all you can say, man. The, the the two rain races that have come on the time of this broadcast, um, they've both been very good. I mean, it's the I mean what, it's it's the F one equivalent of like restrictor plates. Like the, like anything can happen. Anyone can win. Like, it takes the car out of the. Takes the car out of the equation, which is something that in F one is you know F one. Um. Stroll, you have to feel for Stroll, man. He was like, no, I don't want to pit. No, I don't want to pit. And then they were like, well, you're going to pit. And then he pit, and he fell back. Um. So, yeah, that sucked for Stroll. I, I wanted him to win. I, You know, anytime any of these people who who aren't Mercedes and, and Red Bull win, you know, I'd put Ferrari in that category now. It it it's a feel good. Um I mean the it, it's it's amazing how interesting a season can be when there's only two dominant when there's only three dominant cars instead of five dominant cars. Like when there's only one and a half dominant teams over the the rest, because one of them can have a mistake and we can have an interesting podium. Like, but it's almost, I feel like it's, we're getting used to it now. It's like, oh, oh, Sergio got another podium, mate. Or, um, actually, I think this is Sergio's first of the year. I don't know. I feel like he had one before. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the, the magic of, 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 um, I mean, Monza would obviously, if, if another one of those cars won, it would still feel like that. But like the magic of when Lando got, um, in Austria, got the the podium. It's just it doesn't it doesn't feel the same. Like remember when, I, when that happened, I was like, oh, someone someone got podium. Oh. And same with like Gasly last year. Like it just didn't. Now it's like Ricardo, mate. You second podium in a row, mate. Which is, I mean, it's still nice to see this new two, new team to get on the podium, but it's you know it's like we're getting used to it at this point. Um. Valtteri, man, he he has the he is he is now the Spinella. I don't know what Spinella, what the 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 Finnish version of Spinella would be, but he is the new Spinella. Um, this man spun six times in this race, dude. I think I could spin less times than that. Um, man, he he was just I don't know. He was off. He was off the proverbial pace. Um, he got lapped. He got lapped. Mate, guys, he got lapped by his teammate. He needs to get replaced. He got lapped by his teammate. That sounds familiar to someone who is a Red Bull driver. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Um. I don't know, man. That, that was a good race. Um. What else happened? Um. The Williams started on inters and were like thirty seconds behind. Um. But they saved the pit stops, I guess. The tires, these tires, they look, they look, they look cool. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than that. Because it's like, they had the, they were, they were, um, I, I can't talk. They were, fuck, why can't I, they were, they were, they, they had the tread on them still. But they weren't, they they saw the tread on them, but right in the middle, 
you would see the, the the slick tire, and I don't know, it looked cool to me. How they nursed those tires around was impressive. Um, what else? I mean, it was cool. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I don't have notes. Obviously, if I had notes for this, I would be talking more more uh, formally and precise and whatever. But I, I didn't feel like it today. You're just getting off the cuff. Off the um, yeah, I think that's really it. It was exciting. It was really you're just following the top. Most of the action happened at the top. It wasn't someone who, who played. The- Leclerc was always on the cutting edge of strategy because he was, because his tire. Because I because I guess the Ferrari's problem all year has been their tires have been heating up too much. Like the Haas the Haas car last year, they was they would heat up the tires too much. They would do good in qualifying because they could heat up the tires. And then they would fall back because they had heated up the tires. But because of the rain, they heated up the tires enough to where they got the wets going. They weren't getting soaked. They could go on the inters earlier because they could keep more heat into the tires. Like, it was, um, yeah. I guess that's what Ferrari's intention was. They're like, oh, mate, it's gonna we're going to build the car for the rain. Because of climate change, we're going to build the car for the rain. Like, I don't know. Um, the track, Turkey, these, they had, they had fucking, um, road cars go out there after the, on Friday night to go lay rubber down on the track, like, this is a fucking disaster, like, I didn't watch the, pra- I never watched the practice, or, and at this point, I never watched qualifying, but, these people, all these people, I would wake up, <sighs> excuse me, I'd wake up, on, and all I see is, all these people are bitching about the, the conditions, and I was like, oh. The conditions, eh? What about them? Like, that's that honestly should be what the... Because that's what made it exciting for the first, most part. Like, they should just have... They should tear up all the surfaces and make them just fucking silky. Because I guess that's what the problem was. Like, the track was so smooth that they just couldn't... When they could, the tire just couldn't grip it. Like, it was like ice. Um, But, yeah. Take main takeaways. Make sure every track has a surface like Turkey. Um, go back to Turkey. Um, for, oh, Saudi Arabia. Let me talk about the new schedule uh, while we're at it. The Saudi. Okay, if it was the people were making all this fuss about the fucking Saudi Arabia race because if because of the re race is one thing. Like yes, yeah, it's, it's good to to acknowledge like human rights and and in the countries you go to and. Make sure that there's no racism and whatnot. Like, be progressive. I don't have a problem with that. But the problem becomes when you say one thing, you do another. You say, oh, we're here to help human rights and equality and inclusion and whatever. And then you go, oh, look, we're scheduling a new race in Saudi Arabia where the women can't attend sporting events. Like, like what? 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 What are you doing? Like, come on now. And then they go to countries like Bahrain and, and Russia. And I don't know. It's, 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 they fall, they say one, it's the same thing with Lewis too. Okay. The thing is with Lewis is like, what do you expect him to do? Hang up the fucking boots because these race, because F1 wants to go to Saudi Arabia? Like, no, he's not going to fucking retire to, he's not going to boycott the race. I mean, he could, honestly. He could just pull like what the NBA did though. During the playoffs, he could, but I don't really. That's not in F1's culture. I mean, no one would follow him, and they'd still probably have a race. 
Stoffel Van Dorn would probably make his return. That would be pretty cool. But still, I mean, you can't really fault him. Like, unless he unless he retires and says, unless he makes an actual stand and is like, look, I am not coming back. I, 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 I don't know. It's, I don't expect Lewis to, I wouldn't expect someone to, to, to upend their whole, their whole livelihood for the cause. But the way he talks, he talks like that's what he will, that's what he does, but he doesn't. I don't know. It's like, I I don't, I don't blame Lewis for anything. Like, they're just trying to find ways to, to hate on him because he's a, a goat. Um, but yeah, lucky to see Interlagos back on the schedule. I might have to take a trip to Sao Paulo in 2021. Um, because I, because if that, if that might be, that might be the last race in Interlagos and I, uh, want to see it. Um, but yeah, that was Formula Un open. Um, nothing's going on over here. Um, I didn't watch, um. Imsa, but that shit's crazy. Apparently, the fucking six and the and the thirty one just keep wrecking. Or yeah, I think it's the six. The six and the thirty one just keep just keep wrecking each other. Like <laughs> these guys were just fucking wrecking each other. I don't know. For the past three weeks, they've were races. They've fucking wrecked each other. Um, I just couldn't get into it. Um, it was mainly during the Masters, so I was watching that. Then after that, I did stuff. So, yeah, I didn't didn't watch it. Um, Forest State sucks again. Surprise, surprise. Um, shocked Pikachu face. We lost by twenty or thirty. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's it for the open. I mean, I don't got shit to talk about. I mean, let me put y'all on something though. Tiger sauce. Tiger sauce is like... So imagine like Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A. But like a little, like a little bit of kick. That's what tiger sauce is. You pick it up at your local... Um, I think you can get it at Walmart. I think that's where I got it from. Or Publix. I don't know. Get it from one of your local your local grocers. Try it out. It's good as fuck. I am not sponsored by that. I would love to be sponsored by tiger sauce though. Just have tiger sauce coming out of my ass. That's the fucking dream. Um... But yeah, that's um nothing nothing else is going on in the fucking over here just just doing the the same old same old shit. Um But yeah, have a have a good have a good have a good um week weekend whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. Uh love you. I'll see you.